Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, this is Pia Baranchini and welcome to Everything is the Best, the podcast where I get vulnerable and make others do it with me. The goal here is to deep dive into interesting people's journeys, finding common denominators, and hopefully making you feel not so alone. So let's laugh, let's cry, and let's get inspired to live our best lives. Hello, my darlings. Dr. Lacos is a functional medicine doctor and the founder of Bios Functional Medicine in Santa Monica. He earned his doctorate in osteopathic medicine from the University of North Texas Health Science Center, has a master's degree in metabolic and nutritional medicine from the University of South Florida Medical College, and is board certified in anti-aging, regenerative, and functional medicine. Since our previous episode with him was such a hit, we decided to bring him back to answer some of your questions. This is a hard time. Getting medical help is hard in general, and it is just my sincere hope that something in this episode might make you feel just a little bit better. Cheers. Thank you. I know you're very busy, so this is a big deal. No, it's no problem. I love doing these things, man. I love to, <laughs> I love to teach people and to get them in a space where they, you know, I can't see everybody. So I want to help people learn how they can take care of themselves and be proactive in their health and, and, you know, Western, the Western medicine world isn't very helpful for that. It's more like wait till you get sick. So this is going to be a great opportunity to reach a lot of people and maybe change some stuff in their life. that can make them a lot more healthier. The episode that you and I already did was like one of our top listens. Like I got D I still get messages and like, thank you so much. Uh, really? People like re-listening and writing down everything you uh, said. That's yeah, so people, cool. People don't feel good. I know, especially now, these are crazy times. Yeah, and I think being home, I think people are a lot more in tune with the things that don't feel good. And it's, what doctor do you see? I mean, everyone's very confused. So thank you for this because we yeah, got a no, lot of questions. And this no is problem. Okay, I'm going to dive in. Okay, the first one is, I have an aura ring and I've been tracking my sleep for months. It seems like I have some sort of disability to hit, oh yeah, to hit REM sleep. I've done all the things. I don't eat within three hour window before bed. I wear blue blockers. If I do screen time, I meditate, I exercise regularly, only in the first half of the day to sync up with my circadian rhythm. I drink on only special occasions. This is so sad to do all that stuff and still feel. I know he's not a sleep consultant, but does he have any intel on sleep stage disability such as this? I was a heavy pot smoker for 15 years, but had a baby. I quit since then. What else can I do? I know REM is important for memory retention, and I'm not trying to be one of those 50-year-olds who can't remember their neighbor's names. (laughs) Wow. Okay. This is a great question because I would say one of the most common things I see is people who can't sleep well. Mm -hmm. It's it's a huge issue, especially now this past year. It's been a, a huge, huge, huge issue. So if you want to look, if you want to live forever, there's two things you got to do, sleep well and exercise. Those are the two key things that will give you amazing longevity. We're learning more and more about sleep, how, how important it is to the body. It's more important than we thought because now we're learning that if you don't sleep well, uh, it increases your, you know, did you know that uh, poor sleep is the number two cause of weight loss resistance? 
because your hormones get yeah. so whacked out. You can't lose weight if you don't sleep. Diabetes goes up, hypertension goes up, dementia, depression, heart disease, and cancer risk. So that's why they say you want to get seven hours of sleep because if you they show that if you sleep less than seven hours a night chronically, your cancer mm-hmm. risk your cancer risk can double. So can that's why double? Can double. So you want to get at least seven hours a night, seven to eight. I feel like most people don't get that at all. No, they don't. So that's why you want to really work on wow. work on that. So it's important. So, you know, just to talk about this person, they have lack of REM sleep. So the aura ring, if you guys don't know, it's a ring you wear on your finger and it's a sleep tracker and it's a fitness tracker. It's amazing. So it's my favorite one that people use right now. So hmm. it does tell you your sleep cycles and how long you're in REM or deep sleep, et cetera. So REM sleep is REM, rapid eye movement. This is the part of sleep that is mentally restorative. This is where your brain makes memories. This is where your brain is very active and you're dreaming. And the brain waves during REM sleep are almost as active as when you're awake. It's pretty amazing. And the deep sleep oh. cycle, the deep sleep cycle is where your body is physically repairing, physically restoring. So this person has short REM or not enough REM. And you want to get about 20 to 25% of your sleep should be in REM stage. About the same for deep sleep. So this person has been smoking weed for years and we know that THC does shorten the REM stage. So maybe this person's body is stuck in this rhythm of mm. short REM sleep because of chronic marijuana use. Now, ironically, CBD does not alter the REM stage. And you recommend that often for sleeping, yeah? Yeah, CBD is great. Now, when we sleep, we go through, we go through four stages of sleep within 90 minutes. And we do these stages about three to five times a night. REM sleep, when you're dreaming and repairing your brain, is only 10 minutes long the first stage. But by the end of the night when you're about to wake up, REM sleep's about an hour. That's probably why you remember most of your dreams because you we wake up and you're like, because you're in that REM state. Mm-hmm. That's a high dream state. Mm-hmm. So um, people who don't get enough sleep are cutting their hours short. They don't have the time to get that gradually increasing REM sleep. So they they have memory problems. I can't remember this. I can't word find that the other. So that's why it's important to try to hit that seven hours. You can get that three mm-hmm. to five cycles in you. So um, to increase REM sleep, there's not a lot of stuff you can do, but there's some general habits I'll talk about. But the only thing that's been shown to really increase REM is if you go to bed and you wake up at the same time of day. Every mm-hmm. single day you go to bed and you wake up at the same time. That's been shown to increase REM. Melatonin also has been shown in some studies to increase REM sleep. But we know things that will mess it up, like drinking before bed or, or THC too much. So you want to really work on go to bed, wake up at the same time. Some melatonin will help you increase REM sleep. Now, some general things about sleep that are super important are you want to go to bed in the, as cold of a room as you can. You want to try to sleep between 65 and 68 degrees. And if it's too cold for you, you should wear socks on your feet uh, because that helps uh, your core temperature and you don't feel so cold. But that mm-hmm. is great because that does kind of help the cycles go move through. Um, avoid electronics like the blue light on screens and TV screens and your laptop and you don't Instagram on your phone and you're just scrolling through. For, that's just like blue light from that stimulates the brain and wakes it up. So avoid that. So you want to have, you know, you should wind down your night, stop working. You should do a hot shower because hot showers lower your core body temperature, which helps you sleep better. It's better to, like I wear an eye mask, I put earplugs in, mm-hmm. I don't want to wake up for nothing. So I know how important sleep is. So wind it down, read in bed, maybe you journal something, get your thoughts out on paper um, so you're not sitting there ruminating about all this crap you got to do the next day. Mm-hmm. It's super, super important to work on these sleep hygiene things. Gosh, I feel bad for her because I feel like she's doing most of that. <laughs> she, she is, but um, you know, it Going- may just be... It just, she's doing, same time. she needs to work on going to bed at the same time. And maybe uh, for her, I would start, you know, let's work on that and then work on, let's get you a little melatonin and see if we can, you know, push your cycles to go where we need to go and see what happens. The melatonin you gave me was a life changer. I take it every day. Yeah. And it's so funny because everyone's like, oh, melatonin or some people don't like it because it gives you intense dreams. But I really would wake yeah. up and be like, wow, I slept last night. I know. I like the dreams. <laughs> I know, I do too. I'm like, I went on a little journey. <laughs> They're crazy, man. It's a trip. I know. It's fun. Yeah, I know. Did you know 
more people are virtual dating now than they were before COVID. Crazy, right? With so much alone time, people are really looking to connect and find their person. And they're doing it on the dating app OkCupid. In fact, you are 50% more likely to get into a conversation on OkCupid now compared to before lockdowns. OkCupid is famous for matching people on what matters most to them, from food type to the relationship they want to politics. They ask you really thoughtful and provoking questions to get to the heart of who you are and what type of person you're looking for. A whopping 93% of people on OkCupid are virtual dating right now. So it's a great time to download the OkCupid app. And guess what? It is totally free. Meet someone great on OkCupid without having to leave your couch. Download OkCupid today. Hi, I'm Caroline Stanbury, and I am Divorced Not Dead. Fresh off the back of my divorce, I'm bringing real stories, real life, real talk on all things that aren't said. Why do we put so much pressure on ourselves for the happily ever after? Does our love story really have to be one great lengthy novel, or can we be happy with a book of short but exciting love stories? I guess we'll find out on Divorced Not Dead. And lucky me, you'll be joining me for the journey, so buckle up. So then the next question was, what supplements do you recommend for good quality sleep and appetite control, which are obviously two very different things. So for quality sleep, would you just say the melatonin and maybe some CBD? So I love melatonin to start with dose of 0.5 milligrams up to three milligrams. Do you recommend the time release melatonin? Um... Or you don't yeah, see a difference. That, I, I don't. I don't see too much of a difference. I make patients uh, a sublingual one that goes under your tongue and it melts mm-hmm. because when something goes under your tongue, it goes right into your blood system. And when you take something orally, it has to go through the digestive tract and through the liver, where the liver breaks down most of the drug, and you only get a small, I get a percentage of what you're taking. So I want to get the most bang for the buck, and I'll take sublingual. And then I love melatonin to start with. I love CBD oil under the tongue. I love magnesium. I love, uh, look, another great thing that people have a problem with right now is their mind is like going, 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 going. I can't stop mm-hmm. thinking. So there's uh, something called L-theanine, capital L-T-H-E-A-N-I-N-E. L-theanine is, a, is an amino acid out of uh, green tea. And L-theanine helps you stop thinking, 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 that monkey mind you got going mm. on. So you take 400 milligrams at bedtime and helps calm you, focus, your brain stops running. But there's a new thing that came out called Mellow, M-E-L-L-O. It's by Ned, N-E-D, Ned and Company. It's a by the way, company. we're going to, I'm going to write all this down and have it available. So okay, people yeah. Can- <laughs> yeah, I know. That's a good idea. So, but Mellow is amazing. I mean, they sent me some samples. You can get free samples right now on their, on their website. But Mellow is a blend of, of magnesiums, L-theanine, GABA. Cool. And man, it's, it's not, it knocks you out, man. It's really good. But if hard, hard, hard to sleep people, like that's not working. I will go to THC gummies. I will. I, I don't care. I, I need to make you sleep. Not sleeping mm-hmm. is worse for you than taking a little bit of THC. And if that doesn't work, I'll move to in prescription drugs like trazodone. Is the only one I'll use because trazodone mm-hmm. does not alter the sleep cycles. Everything else does. But by far, like the best thing of all is sex. Sex has been shown to to increase sleep uh, quality and sleep duration. So it's free. Everyone can do that, you know, whether it's sex with your partner or sex with yourself, it doesn't matter. You can just go for it. And you're gonna have we have a, a great episode sleep. on orgasms that we did there a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So. Yeah, I made a lot of people happy just now. I think just saying that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So those are, my, those are my go-tos. And then she also said for appetite control, oh, okay. which is tricky. Uh Honestly, don't use a lot of medication or supplements. Right? That, that, that's a whole another thing to dive into. What no, that's a whole but, other thing, right? But, you know, but the basic stuff would be like, you want to, this is the biggest thing I see is people don't eat enough. They mm-hmm. don't eat enough in the daytime. Then the nighttime comes and they're like, oh my God, I'm starving. It's nine o'clock. They get hungry again. They want to eat some more. That's a big thing. So you want to eat good quality food, enough food, keep the sugar down Keep uh, eat more low glycemic foods so they don't spike mm-hmm. your sugars, and high on you know proteins and fats. That's that's the key. I don't I don't know. That's a I don't use supplements for that really. 
you know, I haven't, <laughs> that was like my early high school days taking like the GNC appetite control, yeah. which just made me fat later because it fucked up my metabolism. I know they do. They mess you up. So I don't, I don't advise that. Okay. The third question is, which I would love to know too, is alcohol bad for women? Wine specifically, what is the healthiest way to drink? For example, is it better to drink before dinner versus with dinner? And how many drinks per week would you suggest for women? Okay, there's a lot in there. So the type of alcohol that's best for you is liquor. Liquor is the best because there's no carbs, sugars. Uh, It's clean. Second would be wine. The downside of wine is sugar and tannins. And the third worst is beer, which is a gluten bomb, carbohydrate bomb. It's just the gating bread. Yeah, it's just exactly. And so, you know, if you love wine, I, I refer people to the company called Dry Farm Wines because mm-hmm. their wine is uh, all organic, it's low in sugar, mm-hmm. low in tannins, you know, don't feel so bad. So that's a good alternative is Dry Farm, that company. The number of drinks has been looked at. So women is seven a week and men is 15. Women, what? yeah, women, you guys get, women get drunk faster than we do because you don't break down alcohol as fast as we do. So that's, and it has to do with water. Like men have more pound for pound water than you do when alcohol is water soluble. So, um, seven drinks a week, seven drinks is like the women, the limit. And you know, yeah, it is it bad. What happens if you drink more than that? Well, that's what I'm getting to that for a second right now, because like if, if you think of, if, you want to drink in moderation. Like, you know, it's, so here's the thing. If you drink alcohol, alcohol raises estrogen in women and estrogen, if it stays high all the time, increases your risk of breast cancer. And it also increases your risk of like, you know, heart disease, makes you gain weight and osteoporosis, but which is weakening of the bones. So I had no um, idea it raised estrogen. Yeah. Alcohol raises estrogen for sure. I mean, estrogen dominant human always have been and a big drinker. So I wonder if those two things, I mean, there's you're, you're a lot contrib- there. You're, yeah. You're contributing to it. I mean, so, wow. so look, you also want to look at who's, who's, how old is the woman? So if you look mm-hmm. at the women, women who are premenopausal, still having periods, you don't want to be drinking a ton because you're raising estrogen increases your cancer risk. But if you're menopausal or you're through having periods, it's not so bad because if you raise estrogen in that woman, it's kind of good. You need that estrogen back mm-hmm. higher. It's going to protect your heart and your bones. So you want to have that, you know, keep it light and moderation. And we know that drinking also raises testosterone. And so it does increase, you know, the sex drive a little bit. And then you also lose your inhibitions. Um, but a lot of... A <laughs> My lot 20s. Of, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, it's, it still is. But, uh, it, you know, it makes you, uh, it increases your, you know, makes you more horny, of course. But it also, and, and a lot of women have problems with, you know, not having orgasms when they get drunk, they can, it's more difficult. Um, really? Like I, yeah, a lot, some, a lot of women have that. Not everybody. Not, you know not, what else? Alcohol fucks with my sleep sometimes because it's probably, is it the sugar? Oh man, the sugar and the booze. Because booze, look, they've looked at this. If you have a drink within two to three hours of going to sleep, one, you screwed your whole night. Your whole night's screwed. Your sleep cycles are off the whole night. Yeah, and you get all hot, and I get all sweaty, and yuck, it's, it's not good. So, How many nights a week do you drink? I don't drink at all during the week, but I, on the weekend I will, but not during the week ever. No. What? No, I don't. No. I really look forward, like, I mean, now not when I'm pregnant, but even still sometimes I'll have like a little quarter of a glass of wine like once a week, and I so look forward to that six o'clock. A quarter of a glass? My- uh, that's nothing. Yeah, until my third trimester. And I'll, I mean, but right now I'm just having my little like sips that it makes me feel good every once in a while. <laughs> but before yeah. I was drinking every day, before I got pregnant, absolutely. It was like we had cocktail hour here. Yeah, see, that's not good. You're, you're trashing your sleep, which is, makes you gain weight and you're raising your estrogen, which makes you gain weight and be estrogen dominant. So, you know, be careful. You know, <sighs> and, you know alcoholic women have a hard time getting pregnant too because like, it can mess with ovulation and... Mm-hmm. And you, you know, your cycles get all off and start to get pregnant. So yeah. we're going to say, try to stick to what? A clear liquor. Mm-hmm. Clear liquor, seven drinks a week. Seven drinks a week. If you're going to yeah. drink wine, organic, dry wine yeah. farms. Dry farm wines, yeah. Dry farm wines. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Watch out for the beer goggles. 
It's good to have a beer every once in a while when you're watching a game or something. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. <laughs> if, it's, if it's sushi, beer. If it's, yeah. it's Mexican, it's beer. I get it. It's nice. And Michelada is good when you're hungover. But make sure it's gluten for gluten free beer. <sighs> it's good. Omission is amazing beer. Is it? Okay. Omission is amazing beer. That's good to know. I heard the story of that guy, the guy who made the beer. He had celiac disease and he was pissed because he loved beer. Oh. And, he, and he created the company. So he has a, it's a gluten-free beer. It's really good. That's awesome. It's safe to say we are all ready to leave 2020 behind and set new intentions for this year. And it's not too late to start. So whether you're ready to jumpstart a lifestyle change or be more mindful of what you're putting into your body, Sakara makes it easy. If you follow me on Instagram, you've seen me do these meal plans and use the supplements often. But in case you don't know, Sakara is a wellness company rooted in the transformative power of plant-based food. Their organic ready-to-eat meals are made with powerful plant-rich ingredients and are designed to boost your energy, improve your digestion, and get your skin glowing. Their menu of creative chef-crafted breakfasts, lunch, dinners changes weekly so you'll never get bored. I've literally never had the same meal twice. And it's delivered fresh anywhere in the U.S., Along with delicious plant-rich meals, Sakara also offers daily wellness essentials for optimal nutrition. Sakara supplement packs called the foundation and their metabolism super powder, which is my favorite, deliver support for gut health, energy, immunity, and healthy skin. Sakara has received rave reviews from Vogue, Goop, the New York Times, and more. Right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash best or enter code best at checkout. That's sakara, S-A-K-A-R-A.com slash best to get 20% off your first order. Sakara.com slash best. Okay. Fourth question. I've been on the search to find an alternative way to treat bipolar mood disorder other than the big pharma route. Although there is some information out there on various herbs and diets that can be beneficial, I wanted to ask the doctor's opinion on the matter. I appreciate you extending your network to us listeners. Okay, so psychiatric disease is interesting. So I'll see, I'll see a lot of people with depression, anxiety, and things, and I'll do all these workups trying to figure out you know, why. And I don't really find a whole lot. I don't, I don't find, I don't, know if I don't know if psychiatric disease is more genetic. Is it, could it be... I look at their neurotransmitters, I look at their amino acid profiles and their fasts to see if I can find a reason, but I usually don't find much. And what I found, it has to do with you, like the person. They, it's the way that they were raised. It's what they've been through. It's the traumas. It's their parents. Mm-hmm. It's the abuse that may have happened. It's the way they were talked to. And now it's the way they see themselves and the way they perceive their reality, the way they perceive their world is kind of altered. So I will I'll do a deep dive into who they are and to see how they see things and see themselves and work on, okay, look, man, we got to rewire the way you're thinking. This is like not happening. We have to, I'll teach people how to kind of get rewire their thinking patterns to rewire their mind. And we start to see a lot of benefit, but I'll do a lot of other interventions. So like uh, my go-to, there's lifestyle things and there's supplements. So supplement things, and I'll use Sammy. I love Sammy. It's capital S, capital A, capital M, and then a little E. Sammy is amazing. It's, a, it's, it's in our body anyway. It's in our body anyway. And if you take it, it's a nice, quick way to kind of boost the mood. And, mm-hmm. and it helps with depression and anxiety. Uh, other things, there's like low-dose lithium has been shown mm-hmm. to be very helpful. I'll use rhodiola. But mostly I work on you. And what that means is like, we got to hammer meditation, Meditation is amazing for psych stuff, and we got to get you sleeping. Not one psychiatric disorder has normal sleep. They don't, none of them. So we have to work on mm. sleep, and the, by far, by far, the best drug of all is exercise. I know it sounds like, oh, whatever, but it's so true. If you exercise, it is amazing because it helps calm you down. It helps promote better sleep, so therefore you have better mood and neurotransmitter mm. balance. It also helps you release your stress. And do the exercise in nature is even better. Getting in nature, whether you're hiking at the beach or whatever, being in that environment is very calming. It's very, because we're, it's connected. We're all connected to everything. We're connected to nature. So go where you're connected more. 
and and just be in that space and it's amazing so it's just working on changing your perception and those kinds of things and, and working on your lifestyle and, and maybe sammy we'll see yeah exercise i've heard i actually had a uh talking to a friend the other day who tackled a cocaine addiction that was sparked from depression and started working out and has never yeah. felt better. See? I was like... Amazing. That's how great. How can exercise compete with cocaine? But it clearly, it's completely turned her life upside down. Good for her. I mean, it's just, that's, that's a great case. You see? Mm-hmm. The thought of working out for a lot of people is, is extremely daunting. And but especially when, when, yeah, when you're in that mindset, you're like, oh my God, I can't work out. I feel so crappy. There's yeah, no because you are, I mean, I also feel like when, you know, when you kind of like deep dive into social media and a lot of like mental health conversations, it's a lot of people who, you know, like how, how many hours did you sleep today? These like very cute, charming kind of like, I can't get out of bed memes. There's like oh, this whole culture to it, of course. And, and a lot of it is based around eating you know, or not eating enough and sleeping. So I, it is a daunting task to try to drag your ass out of bed and do the one thing that you don't want to do. Right. So I tell people, you're going to start out by just going on a walk. Can you walk? Yeah, I can walk. Okay. Well, you're going to go walk around your block a few times Mm -hmm. a day. Just start small, just start small and slow. Okay. They also asked about diets. So just real quick, just, this is a huge thing too. Gluten-free, dairy-free, Lots of omega-3s like salmon and sardines, lots of greens, lots of uh, colorful foods. Avoid sugar. It's not, not good for the brain. Uh, processed stuff, you know, things in cans and boxes, just get rid of it. Eat very from the earth. And if you do that, it just really helps the brain too. I've been so hyper aware of that around my pregnancy. And I've been saving tons of money by going to the farmer's market. And I get as many vegetables as possible and kind of... Mm-hmm. Just make a bit. I try every day to have a bowl of the most colorful group of vegetables I possibly can. Good. That's and that's honestly, it's like I've never been in a better mood in my second <laughs> trimester because I've been exercising and eating so well. Fantastic. Good for you. Farmer's market. Well, because I think the eating healthy thing is like, and for a lot of people who are in food deserts or, you know, it, it becomes a very like elitist thing eating healthy. And so, I always like to talk about how affordable the farmer's market is. <laughs> yeah, they are. I mean, look, it's true. You're right. Staying healthy is, can be expensive. Mm-hmm. It's true. But there's, okay. the, but there's alternatives. You got it. Okay, fifth question. I was wondering if you have any tips for defeating a stubborn candida overgrowth. I've been trying to treat this with the help of a natural path for six months, but I suspect this may be the cause of my persistent urinary tract infections that I've been dealing with since 2014. I'm a vegetarian and vegan most of the time and gluten-free and have cut out sugar and I rarely drink alcohol. I've tried colonics. I've tried taking herbal supplements and tonics with my natural path. Any other tips to help kick this thing in the butt? I'd love to get back to a normal life. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. So if, if this person really does have yeast on testing, um, yeast grows in the bodies, usually it's in the colon or even the small intestine because you're lacking the amount of good bacteria in the colon. So the colon has a hundred trillion bacteria. If they're in low numbers or they're imbalanced, yeast will grow. If they're not, yeast doesn't have the ability to just, it's not going to happen. The, the good bacteria don't let them grow yeast. So if you've been on chronic antibiotics, a lot of times in your life over and over and over and over, mm-hmm. you're killing all your good guys out, creating the ability for yeast to grow. Birth control pill use, low immune system people, people who stress out constantly are more prone to yeast and smokers too. So here's the thing I see a lot of problems. Like this person has a couple of things. So they're vegan slash vegetarian, which isn't great because those things that she's eating are probably feeding the candida. The candida diet is very strict. Uh, they love uh, sugar. They love certain things like they actually make you crave sugar. And so the vegetarian and vegan people are eating lots of like fruits and they're eating lots of grains most of the time. They're at grains feed yeast. They're eating dried fruits. They're mm-hmm. eating quinoa. They're eating rice and beans and they're eating sweet potatoes and potatoes. Those types of, of starches uh, feed yeast. So that's kind of a problem. And then colonics she's doing, I'm not a fan of, uh, colonics will disrupt the natural bacteria in your colon. Why are you going to flush a bunch of water up in there 
and disrupt everything. You know, I know they're fun to do and all, but I mean, it's just, you're, you're messing them up. So just, it's not, I'm not a fan of that at all. On occasion, it might be needed, but not, not typically. Now here's the problem. The yeast in our body, they're usually in places like colon, small intestine, face slash sinuses, and the genitourinary tract. They live in a biofilm. There's mm-hmm. a thin biofilm that's in there in these areas. And docs are given like antibiotics and herbs and stuff, but they're not able to get to the yeast because they're in the film. You have to disrupt the biofilm first. And that's a product called Interface Plus by Clear Labs. So Interface Plus disrupts the biofilm. Then you give them herbs like berberine or uva ursi or fcicidal dysbiocide. There's lots of things to attack the yeast. And you're using probiotics to rebuild the gut to where it should be. So it's diet, biofilm, herbs to kill, or even antifungals like diflucan. I'll use those sometimes. Mm-hmm. So now- You cured me with diflucan. Yeah, it, it, it works. It depends on how bad it is, but it really works. What's interesting is that the gut bacteria influences the other parts of our body's bacteria, like even in the sinuses and in the urinary tract that like this person has. So here's a really cool way that women can get rid of chronic yeast infections in the vagina or in the urinary tract. Mm-hmm. The, the urethra is the name of, that's the tube you pee from. And that has its own bacteria in there too its own natural flora, its own natural state. So what you do is you go on Amazon or their website and there's a probiotic by Claire Labs called Women's Formula. You take the capsule, open it up, dump it in your hand, get your finger wet and roll your finger in the probiotic. And then you take that finger now with the probiotic all over it and you put it in your vagina and you smear it all inside there every night for 10 days. Mm-hmm. Or and or you rub it on the on the the urethra where you pee from for ten days, and what that does it repopulates the vagina and urethra to the bacteria flora that's supposed to be there. Therefore, the candida go away. This is a great great trick that works always. It's amazing how good it works. Well, I know. Don't ask me right now, but a lot of our listeners have chronic yeast infections, so that is wildly yeah. helpful. So you got to work on your gut, get it balanced, but that's a great technique to, uh, to, to make it never come back again. It's awesome. All right. New year, new you, right? So it's time to talk about your credit cards. You know, that credit card, the one that you're afraid to look at and see what the balance is. I certainly have one. If you've been avoiding your debt, it's time to confront it. Upstart can help you face it and finally pay it off. Upstart is the fast and easy way to get a personal loan to pay off your debt all online. Whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses, over half a million people have used Upstart to get simple fixed monthly payments. Upstart finds smarter rates with trusted partners because they assess more than just your credit score. With a five-minute online rate check, you can see your rate upfront for loans from $1,000 to $50,000. You can get approved the same day and you can receive funds as fast as one business day. If debt is taking over your life, making you wake up in the night, constantly on your mind, it's time to start fresh with Upstart. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash That's upstart.com slash Pia. Don't forget to use the URL and let them know we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. So go to upstart.com slash Pia today. What would you avoid? I'm going to just pivot really here because I feel like until you gave me the Diflucan, it was every month for me. So... And every doctor I would go to was giving me the same shit every month. So like, what, is there anything you could like avoid or is there anything the doctor's going to give you that you need to say, I have to stop taking this? You mean as far as? Like prescriptions that like, meds? you know, yeah. Like, is there anything you'd stay away from? Prescription med- prescription medication wise? Well, uh, yeah, sorry, I'm being confusing. Like every month I'd go to the gynecologist and they would just give me something that would like get supposedly get rid of my yeast infection, but I'm sure that it was. Well, yeah, they're just, 
well, they're probably just giving you, you know, antifungals to take orally, which, which works, you know, it can help, but you have to go for the root cause of the problem. Why are you mm-hmm. getting them every month? Well, your gut wasn't in good shape. You, you, we needed to repopulate your gut. We needed to get it more healthy because that does influence everywhere else. So when we got your gut, and plus, you know, you got to go to that biofilm and get all that out of the way and kill those guys and then re- rework on the gut and repopulate the urethra and the, and the vagina with putting stuff in there and on there. Done. That's all you have to do. So that, and then would you take another probiotic orally as well? For Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. What's the one that you always recommend? The one that I take? I like Megaspore. Yeah, Megaspore. Yeah, that's my favorite. It's a great one. Mm-hmm. And it's affordable. Okay. Next question. Speaking of being affordable, can you please ask Dr. Lekos about how to eat and supplement for a healthier gut on a budget? I'm suffering with horrible bloating and gas and I can't afford all the fancy things I want to buy to help. (laughs) Okay, that's a good one. So, okay, so this person's bloating a lot and I hear that all the time. The the thing you want to make sure you don't have is SIBO, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. So it might be worth the money to go find out if you have that or not because that's a whole other animal to get rid of. So in other words, let's check it out and see. Let's just say it's not SIBO and this person Mm -hmm. has bloating. So what you do is um, you need to work on, if you are bloating, strip your diet down. Like literally find out what makes you bloat and what doesn't. And that means like, okay, today I'm going to have chicken and rice and these, maybe these other two foods. That's it. And you see and you document which ones make me bloat, which ones do I feel good with. And you'll start to get this little customized diet that you know. Should you start from almost like the, like the low FODMAP diet? You could, yeah. That's one of my things you could do, absolutely, would okay. be to try low FODMAP, which is more geared for small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. But if you remove the things like gluten and dairy, here's the big five. That gluten, you should do right away anyway. Yeah, so gluten, dairy, eggs, corn. Eggs. Yep, corn and soy. Those are the top five that you need to bag and get rid of it out of your life. And you might be like, holy smokes, I feel so much better. Um, but then, you know, if you're not, you really want to find out which foods are good and bad and maybe try FODMAP. Now, it's always important to take a probiotic for sure. It's always important to take digestive enzymes. With every meal? Yeah, I do because you want to break you down. You do? Your, I do. Every, I want to break down my food as much as possible to get all the nutrients out of it. Um, and one of the big mistakes I see people make by far, they drink too much water with their meals. Do not mm-hmm. drink any water, none, or just a couple of swallows because you're diluting your own digestive juice, diluting your own digestive acid, and you're not able to digest well. You know, it all, and it all starts in the mouth. They want you, you need to eat slow. They say you should chew your food 20 to 30 times, which is crazy. Have you ever tried that? Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, you know, I swallow, I'm like, oh my God, I'm like, I swallow my food after five chews. It's like, (laughs) it's crazy. So it's about starting with the mouth, chew, eat slow. You know, good gut health means gluten-free, dairy-free, the rainbow of foods. I'll tell you what, the most affordable, the most affordable, best digestive enzyme is called Digest Gold. Well, yeah, I have that. That's the best one. Great. So probiotic digest gold. I, I always have that because they just sell it. <laughs> uh, it's good. It's a good one. You take and that with every meal. Okay. Why no eggs? Because it's one of the top five, you know, food sensitivities that people will have. Hmm. I, see it all. I test people and I see it all the time. Is that because people probably ate too many growing up? There you go. Hmm. It's usually the foods you eat a lot of that you become sensitive to over time. I made myself intolerant to almonds. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's, that's another common one. Yeah. And then you, per you, I stopped. I didn't eat almonds for twelve weeks, probably more. And now I can have an almond flour tortilla, or like have some almonds in something, you know, in a paleo granola or something, and it doesn't trigger me. But where before it would bloat me and kill, because I re- I realized there was something wrong when I did the clean cleanse and I was making all my smoothies with almond milk. Mm. And I was so sick. And I was like, this is the opposite of what's supposed to happen. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's because it I people... was overeating almonds. That's right. Your body was sensitive to almonds. Your immune system was going bananas. And, and it's something people don't think about. Mm-mm. They just don't. That makes sense. Okay, so we're definitely going to do the Megaspore and Digest Gold. Right. Are there any other 
supplements that are affordable, like a multivitamin or an omegas or anything else that you think people should be taking? For gut, for gut health, it's affordable. Yes, uh, I would say an easy way is hydrolyzed collagen protein powder hmm. okay. because it helps keep your gut healthy and prevents and seals leaky gut up, which will, which we can get into later. But I mean, it's uh, that's, that, that's a good thing to do is put a, a scoop of hydrolyzed collagen powder. It needs to be hydrolyzed collagen, by the way. What does that mean? Hydrolyzed means that 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 collagen protein is already broken down to its most basic form and mm. it's highly absorbable and digestible. If it's not hydrolyzed, your body has to hydrolyze it first before it can help you. And some people don't do that very well. Got it. You're skipping that problem. Okay, next question. And this one, I feel like so many people have this. I've struggled with eczema throughout my childhood and as I grew older, it went away. I'm now 24 and within the last few years, I've suffered from extreme eczema all over my arms, hands, literally anywhere and it's there. Not only is my skin extremely itchy and painful, but it's another stressor to worry about and quite frankly, I'm embarrassed and I'm tired. Sure, tired, no cap. I have tried most of the medicated ointments and creams recommended by dermatologists, but nothing seems to work. I've even taken allergy tests and hoping to find my food triggers. The only food I was slightly allergic to was shellfish. Therefore, I decided to go the natural route and found that cutting out dairy can help manage the flare-ups, but it's definitely still here. I'm desperate. Oh, please, Dr. Lekos, is there anything you can recommend, any supplemental vitamins or foods or anything I can implement into my diet? I would like to add, I'm generally a very healthy eater and pretty active. My friend's one-year-old has eczema too, all over his face now out of nowhere. Yeah, that's, it's all gut. The gut is the skin. I know it sounds weird. Mm. So eczema, psoriasis, acne, rosacea, that's going to be a gut problem. Now, it sounds like what? But it is. I'll tell you why. Okay. What happens is most of the time I clear this up with fixing the gut and getting the people off of foods they're sensitive to. She already said in there, I got rid of dairy and the flare-ups are manageable. Mm-hmm. So that's a big flag to me. Like, okay, I, there you go. She's got a leaky gut. And I just mm. thought, so what that is, is if you imagine in your mind a row of bricks that are mortared together, just one brick, end to end to end to end. Mm-hmm. This is how it is in our body. Above the brick is the intestinal environment and below the bricks are your bloodstream and the bricks are cells. So what happens in leaky gut, the mortar that's holding the bricks together is gone. There's big gaps there now. And food, instead of going through the top of the brick and out the other end of the brick, is going around the brick and Mm -hmm. into the gap, into the bloodstream. So now the bloodstream is bombarded with food particles and and everything you put in your mouth. So we're talking about food coloring and pesticides and herbicides and chemicals and plastics and blah, 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 blah. And your bloodstream is getting nailed with this stuff. Now your immune system is going, what the hell is all this doing in here? This is not Mm -hmm. supposed to be here. These are foreign invaders. I'm going to make antibodies against you and you and you and you and you and you and you. And it's doing it all day long, every single day. And it gets on overdrive and it gets on overdrive too long, too much, too hard. And it starts to attack you on accident. And we see psoriasis, eczema, acne, rosacea, many other, you'd name the symptom, leaky gut can cause it. Mm -hmm. So what you have to do is find out what the foods you're sensitive to are. Get an IgG food sensitivity test. IgG is a food sensitivity. IgE test is allergy. You don't really want that one. You can do it, but it's not the key. So IgG means I ate a food and there's a 72-hour time frame where I could have a reaction to that food. Mm. It's long. It's three days. IgE means I ate a food and I ate shellfish and I got a rash. I blew up on my face swole or peanuts or that's the instantaneous reaction. And you pretty much know those by the time you're an adult. Yeah, right. man. Because she's like, yeah. See, she's like, I was slightly allergic to shellfish. I'm, I'm think. I know that doctor did an IgE test. That's not mm-hmm. IgG. So it's IgG foods. So you get rid of the offending agents. Let's give you ways to heal the leaky gut. Put that mortar back in between the cells, and you do that with like hydrolyzed collagen protein, curcumin, mega mucosa powder, 
non-dairy uh, colostrum is You put me on that mega mucosal powder. I was taking that every morning. I feel so much better since I took that. I, t- I know. I love that. That's one of the, my favorites, man. That we'll one. We'll definitely link that in here because it's affordable and you just drink that shit every morning and it just heals your stomach right up. It's awesome. And you only need one can of it typically. Yeah. And if, if you feel better and you kind of, if you regress, then I'll, I'll tell patients, do a whole can, then take it Monday, Wednesday, Friday from there on out. And that company has a product called IgG2000, which is a non-dairy colostrum, which is phenomenal because it really heals the gut, binds those allergens, and you just poop them out instead of let them get in your bloodstream. Mm. So now the second part of it is to get your immune system to get off of you, to get off of your skin. And I'll mm. use curcumin to do that around you know two to four uh, grams a day to get your immune system to calm down. Um, and if you want to get fancy, we'll use peptides like thymus and alpha one, which is a great immune modulator, makes your immune system be quiet. And there's a great topical peptide cream called KPV, which also helps a lot of the plaques of psoriasis and eczema and even acne, short rosacea go away. So you have to attack it all. It's always the gut. I'm telling you. Do you think curcumin is something, so it's like a derivative of, of tu- it's the stuff in turmeric that makes turmeric healthy, correct? That's right. You got it. And you had me on that every day. I stopped taking it when I got pregnant. But right. do you think everyone should just be taking that? That's my favorite supplement on the planet. because oh, of the, there you go. The, it is. The, the benefits are insane because it's anti-cancer, antibacterial, antifungal. Um, it, it's a very massive anti-inflammatory. It helps lower your risk of diabetes and keeps your cholesterol in a good check. Uh, it does a lot of good to the body. It's my favorite by far. Great. Yeah. Oh, that's so good to know. And that's, is there a certain brand? I know that you make your own. Um, my favorite, if you want a brand would be designs for health. It's called Curcumi Veil. Again, like, you know, you didn't take it when you were pregnant. So if you're pregnant or nursing, you don't, do not want to take curcumin. Uh, it does thin your blood just a little bit. So if you're on blood thinners, you got to talk to your doctor about it, but otherwise it's phenomenal. Okay. It's money. Yeah. Okay. Next question. This is a big one. <laughs> And this is very, this is such a Dr. Lecko's question. How can we, (laughs) (laughs) okay. How can we actually effectively and consistently reduce stress and cortisol? The advice we're given seems to always be surface level and unsustainable. And I say this is a Lecko's question because I always tell people when you meet with Dr. Lecko's, it's an hour of just talking about who you are and what's stressing you out and what your childhood (laughs) triggers are. And, figuring out how to manage that before you even get a blood drawn, anything. Yeah, that's so true. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, so like, look, stress is not real. We make it up. It's a perception. It's a reaction to life. It's a reaction to an event or whatever. What color is stress? Go get me a bucket of stress and show me what it looks like. But and this isn't to downplay... Because you said this last time and someone was like, that's not true. This isn't to downplay any sort of actual tragedies or trauma that has happened. It's just saying that there is a solution to managing it. Yeah, we have stress every single day, every day, all of us. And it's it's the way you look at it. Even tragedies can be looked at in a different light. It's hard. You're human. You have feelings. You have emotions. And it's natural for those to come out and they should, you should feel them and let them move through the body and be aware of them and don't fight them. Don't distract yourself from them. Let them come through you. It's so important to do that. But in the day-to-day grind, it's a lot about how you react to life. So it's about surrendering to it, putting the stressor in perspective. Like, you know, is that really worth stressing out getting all worked up about and hurting my body? Uh, you know, wait a minute, hold on. Like I'm breathing. I have a house over my house uh, to live in. I have food. I have stuff. You know, most people have those things. So uh, it's not as bad as you think it is sometimes. And I always talk about the one month rule is my favorite thing. I'll teach people where you ask yourself, if I'm pissed, worried, anxious, stressed, am I going to be thinking about this in a month from now? Will I still be mad with this argument with my spouse? Will I still be mad with this email? Will I still be mad that I didn't get that deal? Will I still be mad that my to-go order guy screwed up or whatever? And you'll say, you know, no to most of it. If you say yes, I'll give it to you. It's fine. But that's a way to get rid of um, and put it into perspective quickly. 
because stress raises cortisol and cortisol will kill you. It will jack your body up like nothing else. We see cortisol cause dementia, memory problems, anxiety, depression. Uh, it causes thyroids to slow down. It causes cardiovascular disease, cholesterol. It causes poor digestion. causes infertilities, low hormones, increases your risk of diabetes, obesity, and cancer. All that stuff I just said can be like totally gone if you just learn to keep your cortisol under control. Mm-hmm. So, Which I think is, I mean, people right now are dealing with joblessness. People yeah. love dying. Yes. So this is, this is, I mean, this is probably, this is the worst time we're all going to be collectively going through as humans together. Mm-hmm. So what would be an ideal daily practice or some things you can do? I mean, I've dealt with, you know, those things before and yes. understand that yeah, the only are... way to get out of dealing with grief is having a, a, some sort of feeling the feelings, but then having some sort of practice. Yeah, and those stresses you mentioned are big ones. Those are ones you are going to think about in a month from now. Those mm-hmm. are the ones that are legitimate. Those are the ones that are meant to be, you know, it's just hard parts of life sometimes that we go through. And I'm dreading losing my my parents and what that's going to feel like. And it's something we all go through and it's awful. And this is an awful time in the world. And it's But I'm also looking at it where it's a time to learn and grow. And mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, man, all the people I'm talking to this past year, I can, everyone is learning something. Everyone is changing something about their life. They're slowing down. They're being more present. They're more around their family. So they're having deeper connections with people. I just Everyone's different in a good way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yes, there's tragic things. And I try to help people see the good in that, the silver lining in that, if, if there's one, there always is. It's just having them figure it out. And um, look, it's going to be okay. We're going to get through this collectively. There's no doubt in my mind. And we'll be a better race for it. We're all going to be better from this in the end of the day. I agree with but that. You do need a practice. And that's why I really talk about meditation a lot with people with stress. Mm-hmm. It's a huge issue. I love the app called Sync Tuition. It is amazing. This What's app, Sync Tuition is, an, it's binaural beats. And this is a beautiful app. Uh, they have over t- like 10 years of research behind this thing. And Is this different than Brain FM? It's like that, but I do tend to like Sync Tuition better than Brain FM. Okay. It's a, uh, it's beautiful because um, it's well done. You got to get some headphones that have that 3D sound if you can get some. And their data shows that 20 minutes of the app is equivalent to about four hours of meditation on your brain. So that's amazing. And amazing. I've done it. I love it. Um, I've cried so many times just in a good way, just letting things come out or feeling connected and peaceful and loved. And just, it's weird. It's such a weird thing. And I'm not the only one who said that. Like a lot of people will talk about this on their, on their, uh, on online about how they have emotions come out of them, but they're good things, not like mm-hmm. that. So meditation is amazing. Um, I have people take breaks in the day to de-stress themselves, like walk the block, do box breathing. Um, What's box breathing? So box breathing is a Navy SEAL technique that um, they use to decompress or lower their cortisol instantaneously in stressful times. So the way I like to do it is called four, seven, eight, where you breathe in for four seconds, you hold it for seven seconds, and you exhale for eight seconds. Hmm. You do it four times in a row. That's it. That's it. Inhale four, hold seven, exhale eight. Okay. Then do it again. Do it again. And I swear to you, the third round of it, you feel your shoulders drop. You just feel so much more loose and calm. And you can do that breathing anywhere. You're in a meeting, you're on a phone call. You can do it anytime. It's easy. So that is a great way to lower cortisol. And then I'll have people... There are herbs I like to keep cortisol in check. I love ashwagandha. It's my favorite one. When you had me on that ashwagandha, I swear to God, I was like, this is a goddamn, (laughs) this is like a prescription drug. (laughs) I felt so happy, like all the time. I know, it's amazing. So ashwagandha twice a day is my go-to. I'll link that one too, because that one was the brand that you recommended was not expensive. Yeah, Daily Nutra, it's like 30 Mm -hmm. bucks. It's nothing. Mm -hmm. Uh, I love that one. I love maca. I love rhodiola. I love CBD. And um, oh, there's a great one. That's it's a peptide. It's called DHHB. Dog Harry Harry Dash Boy. Uh, it's on Taylor Made Pharmacy website. 
this stuff we call the chill pill, the chill pill for short. And what this does is a protein, it's a peptide piece of protein, it's not a drug, it, and it hits, this, it hits the receptor that Xanax would hit or Valium or something. And mm -hmm. it doesn't, it, it turns it on, but not hardcore strong. It's just a little, uh, two pills, 20 minutes later, you feel relaxed. And it's a great peptide for the brain. It's great for sleep also. Oh, I uh, love that. That's a good one. That's really I need to one. get back on this train when I'm, when I'm, done, uh, when I'm done breastfeeding, <laughs> taking only my like prenatal, my DHA every day. I'm like, oh, I know. We'll get so you many there. other things I want to take. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so I'm going to mention something too that you told me that I, it sounds so basic, but it really helped me with stress besides journaling was waking up and going outside and putting my feet on the ground, grounding. Yeah. Good. Oh my God. You're still doing that. That yeah. is, that, that's part of my everyday routine. That's amazing. Well, now I'm hyper aware of being stressed because of the baby. Every book I've read is that, 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 that like, is, is all the studies that show literally what happens to brain function in your child when you are stressed while you're pregnant. And so I'm overly making sure that I'm as joyous as possible, uh -huh. like in a bubble of happiness over here. Like I'll walk into the kitchen or I'll see my mom or my husband and I'm like, nope, your energy <laughs> is fucked up and I'm That's not so here for I'm it. Out of here. Carmela needs to be chill. Back away. Wow, I have to, you. I'm scared. I mean, because this is, think about how many, I mean, she's going to have a, we're just stressful being. So anything I can do now to, to keep her peaceful, yeah. is just my gift. Good for you. Good for you. That is a that is a thought that moms who are stressed, the babies feel that they feel they and they take on that energy, that vibe from the mom. I mean, it was the book I read yesterday last night said they can drop IQ points by eight points, like by literally eight points if you have a hyper stressful second and third trimester. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Fascinating. Yeah. Good for you. I mean, so think about if you, if what it's doing to your body without even a child in there. I mean, the intensity of stress on your body. Yeah. You can do that to a child. I mean, it really I hit know. me hard. Uh, well, I'm so happy those are that we have all those supplements to take. Yeah. Okay, last one. Oh, this is shocking because I would have thought this was more a US thing. I live in the UK where antibiotics are handed out like candy the minute something is wrong. Okay, well, that's here too. I thought the UK was more, I thought Europe didn't give out antibiotics so readily. What advice would you give to recover our guts and our bodies after a round of antibiotics? And what can we do to repair the damage, the damage done by sustained antibiotic use in the long run? These are probably a lot of the same answers you've already given, huh? Uh, yeah, yeah, kind of. I mean, like, you know, so like we said, if you take antibiotics a lot, you kill all the good guys off and you got problems going to happen. So if you have to take an antibiotic, I have people take probiotics while you're taking antibiotics. Just don't take the probiotic with the antibiotic. You want to space them out as far away from each other as possible. And I'll have you double your dose of the probiotic for about a month mm. or, six, or even 60 days to keep you from killing off all the good guys. We'll keep them, keep them up there, keep them in, in good numbers. And um, so let's just say you've taken tons of antibiotics in your life and you're worried like, Oh my God, I've killed all my gut bacteria. What you do first is start taking probiotics for about 90 days. I want to build your gut up, get it healthy. And then you can add prebiotics. Prebiotics are the food for probiotics. So what are mm -hmm. prebiotics? There's a powder like the mega mucosa company makes. That's a prebiotic. That's good. But prebiotics are things like you know, kombucha or inulin or fermented foods like. Oh, can you explain inulin? I feel like every like healthy influencer girl is sprinkling inulin on everything. Uh, I mean, it's it's just a prebiotic. It's just a, it's just That's a, it. a, just a, it's like a food for probiotics. But the, the here's a problem: inulin and fermented foods. So those, if you overdo it, can it just do damage? Correct. Thank you. Yes, it does. You're gonna feed the bad stuff that's in you. Mm -hmm. So you want to get balanced and health first, then I'll add the prebiotic to feed only the good guys. Okay. So it's things like my, my favorite is acacia fiber. Acacia fiber is so benign and lovely. It just rebuilds the gut. Psyllium husk is great. Resistant starches, which are things like green bananas uh, cooked, but cooled, eat them cooled, potatoes and rice is a resistant mm. starch. And gluten-free oats are another one that helps. 
And this is after how many days of taking a probiotic? Like, like about 90 days or so. I'll do that. And how long should you do this for? Take the prebiotics. Um, well, you can just throw them into your diet here and there during the week is what I have people do. I don't have okay. them like go hardcore on those things or, or do it at all. It just depends. Okay. Yeah. That's how you repair everything. That's great. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I want to just do a quick roundup because people are going to ask, what do you recommend to take every day? Supplement wise? Yeah. I would say, okay. Yeah, there's a core. So a good multivitamin. Is there anyone you recommend? There's 100,000 in every yeah. store. So the one I use is called Two Per Day Capsules mm-hmm. by Life Extensions. When you take a multi, make sure it's a capsule and not a tablet. Tablets are compressed powder and they really compress them. And some people have a hard time breaking down that compressed tablet. So go for oh, capsules. Okay. Yeah. So I like two per day multivitamin. I Curcumin we, we mentioned already. Mm-hmm. Probiotic we mentioned already. Those are three huge ones. Um, I also have people do... Um, uh, it depends on what's wrong, but I mean, two per day, curcumin, probiotic... Do you think everyone should just basically also take the ashwagandha? Because why not? Yeah, some type of cortisol mod- modulator. Because like we're all that. going through stress. There's not really like a negative effect that ashwagandha can have on you, right? No, not really, no. No, it supports thyroid, cortisol, testosterone functions. Great. That would be good to throw in there. You know, I, I do lots of like, you know, like helping people stay healthy. So I love liposomal glutathione which is a very powerful antioxidant. Uh, glutathione is our master antioxidant and glutathione helps prevent um, damage to the body from life stresses and toxins and things. It helps promote longevity. Um, I also love NAD. NAD is a nasal spray on Live by Science website. NAD is amazing to support mitochondrial function, cleans it up, and it turns on sirtuin genes, which promote anti-aging. It helps you slow the aging process down. So it's a great nasal spray they have on their website. Cool. Yeah. That's a nice biohack. Oh, I know. Yeah. So there's a lot of, bio- <laughs> there's, a lot of there's a lot of cool biohacks, you know. Um, so, I mean, if you just want to keep it simple for people, those are the core things, you know, glutathione, multi. That's not expensive, but, it, but it's great. I mean. Also, if you take three of them before you go to bed, you don't get a hangover. <laughs> glutathione? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, you know what's good for that? I've discovered is a product called Alcohol Defense. Oh, really? Yes, and it works. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For the one night you drink and it's only clear liquor and it's now more than the seven drinks you're allowed for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Okay, so, good. So I think that's a good baseline for everyone. I feel like everyone, nobody knows what like their baseline should be. Yeah, those, are the, those are good baseline. I mean, to keep it simple... And then leaky gut, which I feel like most people just have. Yeah, most everybody does. So hydrolyzed collagen protein every morning, throw it in a smoothie. You can put it in your coffee and blend it up. I do that. That's a good idea. A lot of people do. You know, gut health is a huge issue. So it's always probiotics. And that powder. The powder. Um, eat really good to keep the gut healthy. Avoid processed crap, sugars. I can't harp on enough. It's just stress control and sleep. Okay. Yeah. Great. How many yeah. days a week should we be exercising? Five. Okay. I like five. You need two days to rest and recover. You know, people, oh, that's a huge issue is overtraining. Everybody overtrains. Oh, I got to get skinnier yeah. and skinnier and they work out harder and harder and I keep getting gaining weight. It's because they're overtraining. They're keeping their cortisol too high. Cortisol mm. promotes, cortisol, high cortisol promotes fat. And for women too, I did an episode with Elisa Vitti who does cycle syncing and explains the weeks of the month where women should be doing high intensity workouts and the weeks where you shouldn't based on what's going on with your hormones to make sure you're not shooting yourself in the foot there too. Yeah, that's true. Because fasting and hit workouts, which I was doing for like six years, <laughs> was keeping me fat and fucking up all my hormones. So you're overtraining. I was overtraining. Yeah, it's a big, it's a huge thing. Spiking my um, cortisol, which I now know. Yeah uses progesterone to get made correct so i was getting extra estrogen heavy right probably the supplement that's left out which is stupid i don't even think about this 
So the essential supplements I would say would be a multivitamin like Super Day by Life Extensions, the probiotic by Megaspore, the curcumin we mentioned, but vitamin D mm. is a huge thing. Everyone I check is low in vitamin D. Vitamin D hits and activates 2,000 genes in our body. It has anti-cancer effects. So you people need to realize that your vitamin D needs to be at a level of 60 to 80, mm-hmm. not 30 where you go to your doctor and he's like, oh, it's fine. It's 32. It's way too low. The anti-cancer effects of vitamin D are around 50, 55. So I want all my patients around 60 to 80 or so. Okay. So the dose of vitamin D that's good for most people is about 5,000 units a day. Is there a brand you recommend? No, they're all pretty much the same, to be honest. Okay. I mean, it's just about that. Uh, that's one that's a key, key thing is vitamin D. I take that every day too. So those are the good ones to start with for sure. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, thank you. And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes this week's episode of Everything is the Best. I hope you enjoyed it. Please rate, review, subscribe, all that stuff. Maybe leave a comment. But remember, shitty comments are for shitty people. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram at Pia Barangini. And I hope you have a fabulous, fabulous rest of your day. Love you. Ciao.